Hello, friends. Hi. This is Nick. You're listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly, the podcast where sometimes I talk solo about whatever I want, whenever I want, whatever I want, or something. I don't know. I think I already said whatever I want. My name is Nick Flanagan. I'm the host slash, slash titular figure of this podcast. I put my name in the title, and I don't like that, but it's it's right there. I did it. So so there you go. Um, it's a fun episode today. It's actually not a solo episode. We have a guest. His guest. His his guest name and his real name is Tim Gilbert. He's been in the podcast. He's been on the podcast before. He's a friend of mine. Hilarious comic. Uh, pick up his album. Please help me. I'm very sick. And sing. Uh, Tim sings the hits. Uh, he has another singing album. So, you know, he's he's all over the place and the map. And uh, yeah, so we got together and we talked smack, babbled, had fun, gets a little gross. Scatological things are discussed. Not so much sex, but just, you know, bodily functions. So I'm just giving you a little warning for that because normally I don't think the podcasts get that gross. Although I'm probably wrong, because I tend to blurt out insane things as I wish. So uh, just be prepared. But we had a lot of fun, and I hope you have some laughs and learns. Um, yeah, and you know, I haven't done a solo episode uh, for a while now, like a week. And um, I don't know. I'm just... Uh, the interviews are happening. They're fun. The solo episodes are fun to do, but my brain is just, it's just all over the place. I think I'm just really, I'm getting a little upset. It's been like, it's just so hard for me to A, get back into a groove of writing and performing. It's been so long, especially with writing. You know, I love writing. I love having deadlines. And, uh, you know, there was a period where I was working really steadily as a writer and uh it's it's kind of not been happening and it's it's just a, a lot i i mean i hope i'm not being too open i really worry about that sometimes when you know being honest about feeling like un- incapable i worry some you know Story man is listening to this and saying, well, Nick's both not going to get into the Comedy Hall of Fame, nor will he be hired to write for Mr. Mouse, the new series I designed. I hope he never leaves his room and has the disease that's going around. I mean, I don't know if they would wish a disease on me, but that's where my brain goes. And my sleep's been all crazy. I haven't not been sleeping, but it's just like very odd. I'm, I'm trying to like change my hours of sleep. And the other day I went to bed early, but then I woke up in the middle of the night and stayed up for a couple of hours, which is apparently what like Salvador Dali would do. <laughs> um, but I don't think I'll have the same response. So yeah, and and I'm also feeling like it's hard for me to sort of you get to places on time still fighting a lot of 
really difficult habits because of the ADHD and, um, and, and also just the conditioning that I've had. I mean, when I say the ADHD, I just mean like the 20 plus whatever, 30 years of, of not really knowing to manage it and not really understanding what was going on in uh, my brain and how to, how to manage and how to control it often. You know, there were times, and mostly those are times where I have schedules, plans, things in advance, and even then I would double book constantly. Look, I don't know why I'm complaining so much. It's a very funny episode. Uh, shout out to my uh, producer, Andy Lloyd, Andrew Lloyd, who's uh, going to chop this up, cut it up. It's going to all sound amazing. Uh, the day I'm recording this is also John Candy's the anniversary of his death and Catherine O'Hara's birthday. So what a day for the SCTV crew. A couple of hilarious people. And uh, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's been funky, a bit funky lately. I have been, you know, setting up interviews, reading books, doing my best with this. If you want to support the podcast, uh, you can re- review and subscribe, blah, blah, blah. You could also go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan. All of the money you might give would uh, go to me. There are no fees. And also there is a... Uh, a bunch of content that'll come up especially uh you can be a monthly uh donor there there's also a patreon patreon.com slash nick flanagan if you'd prefer to go that route uh i'll be uploading content i know i always say that but i have some more content to upload and uh i did a really fun comedy set at chris Locke's birthday last night it was recorded if it sounds good enough i'll put it up and uh you know i've got some other things a brewing with that so Look at me, just as I'm talking and self-promoting, I'm getting, I'm getting my mojo. Uh, there was, oh, and if you're in town, Toronto being said town, uh, this Sunday, which is the 8th of March, 3 p.m. at the Transac, I am doing a residency uh, monthly, second Sunday of every month with uh, Al Senior, very often Kurt Newman, who is on the show, I believe, this Sunday. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So, um, yeah, check that out. And uh, thanks. Here's the interview with Tim Gilbert. Hi, Tim Gilbert in the house. How you doing? Did we start? Are we starting? I guess this is starting. Should I spit out my gum? Yeah, spit out the gum. What are you, G.G. Time out, everybody. Let me spit my gum out. I'm not editing this. I am G.G. Allen. Did you see the, uh, is this this garbage can okay to put a piece of gum in? Uh, no. Um, but just put something. But if I put the gum right on that, it'll be okay, right? Right in here. No. Don't put, I have a wood... I have a wood. Nick has some garbage. wooden garbage can. And so, if you actually get garbage on this garbage can, Good they'll God. put a bag in there. It's disgusting. I hate when people do that. To tell you the truth, Ooh. I don't understand it. We have a garbage can in uh, the bathroom, and uh, there's no no thing inside. It's rubber, but uh, it doesn't, rubber garbage. It can, doesn't eh? have mm. plastic. I don't know, and uh, it doesn't have. Uh, 
a bag in it. So when it gets full, it's just like hundreds of that's sick. Like, you know, Kleenex and tooth floss. You got to talk to somebody about that because just put a bag in there. I'll talk to the landlord. I know it's not fun, but just put a bag in there. I promise it'll make your life. Easier. I think it'd be better. So you're a bagger. I am. I'm a big bag guy. Yeah, love bags. What about condoms? Love them. Love them. Okay. Love them. Can't get enough condoms. What was the first? What was the first time that you found out about condoms, and uh, how did it make you feel? Crazy. I can tell you right now, it made me feel crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, uh, you know, I think I probably found out around the same time everybody else did. Early life, I'd say. Six years old. Yeah, maybe. Four. Yeah, no, maybe that seems young. Four for years old. I don't know, but I, I once like ate a condom. <laughs> When I was in college, okay, you know that banana flavor, that fake banana flavor that is like medicine. Uh, yes. I had these like flavored condoms, and one, and it, the banana one smelled like that, and I loved that banana flavor. <laughs> and I was like, this will be funny if I chew on this condom. I chewed the condom the entire night. It was like a piece of banana gum, and then I think I swallowed it. <laughs> and that's true. When you say you think you did, what was the? Were you drinking? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you were loaded, drinking booze, somehow sustaining the banana flavor. Like, a, did you think the condom had, like, more banana flavor than um, your average banana popsicle, which is a strong banana flavor, if you've ever had one? Probably you not, you know, more than that. That flavor. That, it was that flavor, That yeah. popsicle flavor is And look solid. at us now. Now we're married after I ate the condom. Yeah. Now it worked out, I I'm not say. married to you, but you are no, married. No, no. You're married now. I am, yeah. She said yes. There you go, everybody. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Now tell me about uh, how this came about, who you married, why Well, that's none of your business. Okay. But, um, you know, <laughs> I got married like a, a legitimate ceremony at City Hall. Yeah. Nice day. That's where my parents got married, Toronto City Hall. Yeah, that's cool. That's where my friend Dave got married. There you go. Yeah. We didn't have any parents there or anything like that. We had our friend Ashley as a witness nice. and a photographer, and that was it. Why no parents? Because they drag me down, man. <laughs> because I don't, because uh, I don't know. They'd no, make a thing out of it. it. They'd yeah, make you, a thing out of it. You sound like our parents right now. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, yeah. But Why were we yeah, invited? Yeah, that's come up. Did you consider inviting me? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a lot. <laughs> we talked about it for a long time and decided, uh, you know, what uh, we wanted to do about that. You didn't want to have someone who'd uh, seen seen you in the buff. Yeah, not, a, not on the, the wet. I've actually disgusting. never seen you in the buff, but I feel like I could if yeah. you wanted me to. I feel like there was a period where you were like a naked guy all the time. No, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Isn't there no. a thing when you were living? Uh, yes. Um, with the who who are you, who was your roommate at the time? <laughs> hey, the cat just came in. Everyone saved by the cat. Say, <laughs> thank God. I honestly, I heard you used to do tricks like you. <laughs> oh, like puppetry of the penis trick? <laughs> no, just no, you know, no. people would be like, "Oh, I'm meeting Tim," and then like they'd go to your house and you just answer the door completely naked. Wow, you heard holding that? Holding huh? a pizza slice. <laughs> no. And then you'd be like, "You want some pizza?" And it would be like your friend who really wanted the pizza the most. When he was so pizza hungry. Yeah. And then you'd lower it over the extremities, and, say, and then he's got through it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't do that. Good. It's yeah, no, I uh, but 
Yeah, guy who would eat a banana flavored condom would probably have an eighty percent chance of being like funny naked guy also. Well, I'm not, you know, maybe if I was like better looking, I would be more inclined to be naked all the time. You're great looking. Thank you. So are you. A couple of hugs over here. You're taken. That's right. Yeah. For now. (laughs) Yep. But I hope. No, but so far it's going well. So far, I mean, you know, I think uh, it's it's been fun. You've been with your wife for a long time, non biblically, and now you're together biblically. Mm hmm. And, uh, I mean, biblically, I think, means to have sex, but I can only assume that that didn't occur before. It still hasn't occurred. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of couples save themselves for marriage, and we've just decided to, like, keep saving ourselves, you know? Sex question. Like. That was the cat. Do you have a <laughs> sex question, Manny? He's just saying. We could teach him a thing or two, I bet. He got a DNA test, and he's 100% that cat. Wow. Have you good. noticed in the political season, there's a lot of people like, like I saw Pete Buttigieg. There's some more like Pete Buttigieg. I got a DNA test and I'm 100% a Lizzo fan. Oh. Which Jeff Bezos also tweeted. Mm. Wow. So what's your question here? For oh, yeah. That? Did you think sex <laughs> would be as messy as it is based on well, <laughs> like, I, you know, you know, I, the information? I don't really have the experience to. Uh... I see. Get ready for some, <laughs> some muss and some fuss. You know, I every you know anybody that knows me knows that I'm a bit of a hand washer. Yes, I tend to wash my hands a lot. Don't yeah. like touching stuff and people. Mm-hmm. So sex to me, you know, it seems like oh, I would have to. I'd be in the bathroom all night washing my hands. You know. So what was the worst? Uh, I can't wash my hands uh, situation you found yourself in. Like, if I touch a garbage can, I have to wash my hands. Well, that's in the employee handbook for most jobs. Sure, but, you know, where's that? <laughs> where uh, do you get a job? Online. Where is the job? Where is the jobs? It's a gig economy. Um, I wish it was more of a giggle economy. Maybe we could get hired. Yeah, maybe. How's your but st- probably still not. I Maybe not. I have uh, uh, sometimes a hard time. You know what? Nobody, Nobody contacts me. No, that's not true. I get very few performing requests. Right. Well, that's how, you know, we're, I think we are getting older, honestly. I think about this showing up in Toronto and you see all the young kids, the youths. I don't even think of them as kids, though, because I got a cracked iPhone. You got a what? My iPhone felted and cracked, and I think that's what the kids like. Oh, they like that. They like a cracked iPhone. Well, what do you do about that? I've never cracked an iPhone. I bet. Guy washes his hands all the time. All right. You know what? You know, not going to break an iPhone. It'd be very cautious. I try not to. Yeah. Um, So tell me about how we're old doing comedy now. Well, we're old doing comedy now. Have you ever had someone email you and say, I'd like to pick your brain? No, I don't really think so. Somebody could if they wanted to. Yeah. I'm open for brain picking. Mr. Tim Gilbert. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know. Yeah, it's, um, what are you going to do, though, you know? Be getting older? I remember when I started and I would see people that were 30 doing stand-up, and I would think, you are the biggest loser on the planet. <laughs> How could you be 30 years old and still doing this? And now that applies to just now, anybody doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, when I see, like, people starting out, I think, why? Why? I, and I, because I do sort of sometimes wish, like, 
God, I wish I went to school for something real. Got a real job. Tried harder in life. Didn't do this. You know, it would be nice to have. Uh, but we've talked a nice before, life. We've talked before about how you're a trained actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you do have another skill. Ah, yeah. The time, like, wouldn't it be fun if you were doing summer stock and this type of thing? Stratford Festival, Polaris. That was the dream of a lot of the people I knew. Like in theater school, everybody was like, I can't wait to go to Stratford when we're done. And I was like, that is not what I want. So I went to uh, the Shaw Festival, which I believe is in Niagara on the Lake one time, or a Shaw Theater. It wasn't even during the festival. Okay. They put you up at this nice house. The weather's nice. It's cute. And then you go up and you do some bloody Ibsen or (laughs) something. Yeah. Did you read all those, like Tennessee Williams? Like, can you do a little bit of like, you know, well, once upon a time I was whole, but now I'm a broken man. No, I can't. I don't think that's a quote. (laughs) Cat on a hot tin roof, but you get it. Is it? I loved Cat on a hot tin roof when I read it. Yeah. Well, there's still time for me to check it out. I think I read things that had impotency too young in my life no oh, and you think it, it spooked you a bit <laughs> yeah i think you got spooked ed yeah you know, was, uh, they traced it back to like <laughs> books you read as a kid yeah um what was the first book you read the first book i read yeah oh god um you know some kids book berenstein bears or whatever whatever right right i once actually interesting story once i was sick and uh i went to the doctor and they gave me this banana-flavored uh, antibiotic oh, juice okay. or something. Yeah, you almost, yeah. And then they gave me, um, then my mom would always take me to this bookstore downstairs and buy me a kid's book after the doctor as like That's a nice. reward. And uh, so I bought this Bernstein Bears book. And then the drink was so gross tasting that I barfed on the Bernstein Bears. Oh, Bears no. Book. <laughs> yeah. I love the flavor of that stuff, though. I love yeah, it. I Yeah, but I think, like, an antibiotic banana flavor is going to be different. You know, it's got that – it had that, like, sort of leady taste mm-hmm. that medicine can have. Yeah. Oh, you like you – I like, like that. Me- you like medicine, I don't do. you? Yeah. I love, like, <laughs> drinking cough syrup and shit. Yeah. Have you ever tried to make your own, like, lean at home? Well, I mean, there were periods of times in my teens where uh, – you know, that type of thing entered the lexicon of what we do. And uh, sometimes you just get cough, like, uh, like like the pills that didn't even have the thing in it. Just, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, trying your best trying to get high. Best. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we ever mixed it. But I do remember along a similar line of the story I just told you, getting that type of stuff. And I guess I didn't know somebody must have given it to me and told me it was something different that was not a drug. And I try, I'm, I don't know, I'm being very careful. Here. Okay, interesting. And I drank it and I was all messed up. Cool. And then I had to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom. So okay. At my friend's, in my friend's that. house. And okay, I'm there. And I'm sitting on it and I wound up vomiting. Wow, you are just a barfy little baby. Yeah, sometimes. And then I barfed all over this friend's bathroom, and it reeked of cough syrup, I think, for like years to come. Wow. What's the worst place you've ever barfed? Oh, my God. I have so many. I have barfed so many times. Probably, like, 
during into like the bottom of of a shirt or something. Oh, like, like the classic, like, like it. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or uh, t- toilet. Um, toilet classic. Sort of uh, on a door. On a door. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I remember. Have you ever also have done door. spiteful barfs where like I've barfed and then I've been like, I'm not even cleaning this up. I'm just getting out of the party. <laughs> oh wow! Oh my god! Yeah, very rude. Wow. Wouldn't do that. I no. I haven't done that like on purpose. I don't think. I don't think I did it very on purpose. But wow. Yeah, and uh, there might be more. No, I've been involved in a lot of barfing, humiliating situations. You know. I get that. Yeah. That's part of your charm, though. Yeah, actually. I once barfed in this place called the uh, um, Lions Club in Toronto, which was an old venue that was like right above Kensington Market. And I went there with someone and they dared me. They said, you know, drink this whole pint, chug the pint. So I chugged the pint. So you don't even know what it is. Or it, a beer. It's, it okay. Beer. It's just, okay. And I chugged it and I'm like, Again, I'm. What did you call me? A barfy baby? Yeah, barfy baby. That's like yeah. the technical barfy <laughs> little baby. That's fine. And I, I uh, vomited all over the person and all over the, uh, uh, you know, um, counter. Right. Oh, the okay. Bar. Okay. And uh, wow. And the guy who was working there, we were like the only people there. He like wasn't paying attention, so we just left wow so that oh was God. one of those stories sick <laughs> yeah the phantom bar film. i've been to a few uh different bars this has happened to me more than once in toronto where you go to a bar and there's a man that has pissed himself in the bar right in the bar yeah no i haven't had that that happened to me at q bar which used to disgusting which was place at, like uh queen and bathurst yeah. Yeah. And then at the Abbey, which was the, my old name. Another disgusting bar. place. Both of these places are defunct. Oh, yeah, they are. Thank God. Yeah. You know, Q-Bar especially was like a literal, like, den of terror. And it became a, uh, briefly, like a Wiccan cafe. Of course, yeah. It's been a million things, and they, yeah. they all last a month. Yeah. Um, well, I don't like them. I've never peed myself at a, a, out of doors out of doors? Well, I mean, like, maybe, right. you know, yeah, like things in your adult. home or just, right. that's your own thing, you know? Yeah. Like, you deal with it, it's easy. But <laughs> and, like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like anything like those types of things that happen in your own place, that's off the table. That's your business. It doesn't count, you know? Yeah, like. But crimes do count. Yeah, crime. It's not like international waters where you can just, <laughs> right. once you close your door. Maritime law. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, they're crazy out there. Have you been there? I have on the water. Yeah, and it's great. How many jobs are there for entertainers in Canada? Well, you can get you can be a host of Entertainment Tonight Canada. Oh, so right now that is the Prime Minister, Mulroney, yeah, and, and like Cheryl Hickey, I think. Is she from <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm? I don't think so. No. But I did, uh, I went to the Canadian Screen Awards once, and Cheryl Hickey was wearing the biggest dress I've ever seen a wow. person wear in real life. It was amazing. And people were, like, in awe of her. It was it was impressive. When you see these people at an awards show, do you actually feel that uh, wattage, like the star power emanating from these Canadian actors who are stars? <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say I feel that. But um, they're there, and it's, you know, I, this was a few years ago. It's, it's not like I'm going every, you know. Um, yeah, it's 
It's fun. Um, now, can you tell what the Canadian That's when is? I met David Cronenberg. Ah. Did I ever tell you my David Cronenberg no, story? No, I'd love I to really hear it. love it. Okay, tell me. Okay, I think this is a funny story. Yeah. I really like this, and this is true. Great director. Oh, yeah. And he, uh, I think, went to the high school on Harvard. Think uh, about that. Do you mean Harvard Collegiate? Yeah, I don't know. The That's high where school. my sister went. And also, oh, I have and... a David Cronenberg thing to tell you after. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. It's the Cronenberg Hour. It's the Cronenberg Hour. With the Crony Boys. Cranby. Crone Boys. So, yeah, okay, so, I'm, I go to, so this, like, you know, you know how strange things happen when you work in this biz. Um, this like production company was like, we're, we want somebody to do like backstage interviews with people when they uh, come off. Yeah. I had this type of thing at that same awards once now that I think of it. Oh, and we, and we might have had the same job. I think it was, a, I don't remember you being there, but no, no, yeah. maybe it was a different year. Yeah. So like. Oh, it was God. myself and Tom Henry. They asked us to do this. And then yeah, had, these were the were same like, people. You were the year after me. I remember this. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure it was okay. like seventh art or something. Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And they so, were like, please improvise during yes. the interstitials. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I said, well, can I drink? Like, can I drink at this? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And I was like, I'll get drunk. Is that okay? And they were like, yeah, it's okay. You're a very fun drunk. I hate to say it because I don't want to Well, that's nice. Me. Well, because I, you know, I purport to be, you know, Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, they also had a guy, it was Tom and I to do like funny interviews with people. And then right. they also had a guy that was like a serious guy that did serious interviews. Right. So, at the end of like, this is well into the night, and I have drank a lot mm -hmm. and I'm having the funnest time. David Cronenberg comes through, and the guy is like, okay, we're going to have the serious guy talk to David Cronenberg. And David Cronenberg's posted up at the Canadian Screen Awards. Yeah, I think he just got, like, Lifetime Achievement or some crazy thing. Right. So he, he's sitting down with this guy, and I say to, the like, the camera guys, I'm like, can I please go talk to him? <laughs> I have something I, I have to tell him so bad. Right. And they were like, yeah, sure, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Right. So I can't, I jump into their shoot, <laughs> to their interview, and I sit down beside David Gronenberg on the uh, other side of him. So I'm me, you're David Gronenberg. Right. And then the guy over there is, there's nobody. Right, the he there. would be over there. So like, and I don't say anything, and they know I'm sitting beside them, and, they're, uh -huh. and I'm just like waiting to talk, you know? <laughs> so finally, I so they turn to me, and he's like, hello. And I was like, hi, I'm so sorry to bother you. I just had something I had to tell you. Um do you remember that movie Eastern Promises? <laughs> and he's, he was like, well, yes, I directed the film. And I said, do you remember that part in Eastern Promises when the guy goes to get a haircut and then the other guy comes up to him from behind and takes a straight razor and saws him across the throat with a straight razor? I think about that every time I go to get a haircut. <laughs> and then I got up and left. And he, did, he didn't respond? He didn't know. They were just like, okay. they were like stunned. <laughs> And I was like, yes, I got to tell him. You're like a soy bomb kind of I am. Thing. I am. I know what you're talking about. Around. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Tell me your story. Well, it was. it's just a bit different uh, than your story. I would it's imagine. It's not the yeah. same. Uh, I, I, was, I went to something called the Jewish Community Center Day uh, Preschool, which is down the street from where we are right now. And uh, when I was about four years old, and one of – my big time playmates was Brandon Cronenberg, uh, David Cronenberg's son, oh who is also God. a filmmaker. And oh, wow. now, and uh, so I would go to David Cronenberg's house 
you know, and uh, we'd watch like the creature features. That is so cool. You know, that's where I saw the blob. And, oh my God. Uh, Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. Yeah. And on top of that, we would like play like we were directors. Wow. You know, what was this uh, house like? I remember it being nice, just like a nice place. You know, that it wasn't so like cool. palatial. I mean, I guess it might have been. I just like, you know, didn't think of it that way. Didn't get the tour. No. And then I would didn't off... give this four-year-old the tour <laughs> of the home. I was probably a bit older than four, but we would also go to this place called Science City, which was one of these science stores that was popular in the 80s, like science toys for kids. And I feel like I'd often see... Uh, Brandon and, and David there and we rented the fly once because like the the 80s one or we, the meant the one. we meant to get the old one we went meant to get the old one the Vincent Price one but they'd given us the wrong one and my my parents were like oh we can't watch this and I was like please because it's David Cromer we know him and they're like okay and then you know about 25 minutes in when the monkey gets kind of uh blows up or whatever they were like we can't do that <laughs> right the damage was done yeah you saw you that know. monkey blow up yeah i saw the monkey blow it's up. too late yeah well that is amazing that you got to watch movies at david cronenberg's house that's like yeah something. i'm thinking of asking brandon cronenberg to be on this podcast you should yeah there's lots of people i'm thinking of hitting up jan arden hit up jan brandon cronenberg hit him up um weinstein no, not that. He's the bad. other, the other brother. Okay, he's the good one. He's the good. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> he's good. Um, have you been watching this new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm? No, I haven't. It's, I, it's really. I good. haven't really seen past like season one or two. Okay, it's actually really funny this season. That's all I have to say. Okay. Have you been Julia Hladkowitz, our comedy friend, it was on it, right? Was on it was oh yeah, just, just a small little that piece. Blows my mind. And it was just great seeing her in that. You That's know? really cool. Because she's the class of people who all moved to LA when I did. And, you know, some of them stuck it There's out. There's a brotherhood there. There's a brotherhood. <laughs> right? There. You guys no. still probably all email still. <laughs> we're on a group Twitter thread where we're all just like, uh, hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Good, yeah, yeah. It's good to keep in touch. How do you feel when you see like the LA comedy shows? People are posting the shows. Do you say, "Boy, I wish I were on this show"? No, Boy. I think, thank God, I am not there. Like <laughs> when I see LA shows that are like, "Oh, come on, come to my show." It's at three p.m. at you know a needle exchange. <laughs> right. I start, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, I that's that maybe that's not the life I want for myself. Right. Like Gumby's Tattoo Shop. 4 4 30 p.m uh we're doing this thing where there's a buffet of a bagel buffet and it's sort of a jewish themed show and uh there's a bucket yeah like well i don't want that you know i got enough problems here i don't you know i need american problems but i borderline feel like it's like how do i even do comedy right now I don't know. With the political vibe. Well, yeah, you're very like you're you're very so edgy. Edgy. No, I just mean, what are we, what are we gonna do? What I do don't do know. Comedy? I don't know. I feel like we said this the last yeah, time probably. too. But it's anytime like, we get together, it eventually just turns into like we're so fucked. But, what are we gonna do? But you know, once upon a time, of course, we were uh, all we we're hopeful. Mm-hmm. We had all these ideas. We were putting together together and systematically they all fell apart there was the web series about web moderating 
Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I brought yeah. you in, and our fellow podcaster, Andrew Bush, was the uh, director of yeah. Moderation Town, and we had a great time. Nobody watched it, from what I understand. Look it up. Look it up, Moderation Town. Slort. Tim plays the guy from Slort. Oh, my God, yeah. That was the name of my company. Yeah. It's Trolls Backwards. Huh? Yeah, you see? You see? And if you saw, you'd understand. You'd that. see, yeah. and you know. But and then also uh, Sheddies, which is a, Sheddies. I forgot a, about Sheddies. We the, did, a, a, yeah. We three had, men that lived in a shed. Three men that live in a shed. Fuck, I would love. Brian to Barlow, see that again. our friend, was the third guy. Well, it's available. The is theme, that on YouTube? I There's don't no think way. we even really made it. It also had some major sound problems, if I recall, where it was Makes sense, yeah. dead of summer and and crickets were going the whole time. And you know that buzz? We we filmed it by at your house. And you know there's that, the bugs made make that kind of noise, like it's like a farm noise. Yeah, that shed's got a lot of bugs in it, buddy. Yeah. Let me tell you right now, there's bugs in there. And we filmed it, and we made the theme. They live in a shed. They wish you were dead. Oh, my Sheddies. God. Yeah, you made the theme song. Yeah, with Allison. I totally forgot about Sheddies. Wow. So, we maybe, have, you know, we really have accomplished so much. And then Psychic Brothers. Psychic which was, Brothers. Yeah, wow. <laughs> did we talk? I mean, do you remember what we talked about the last one? Because I'll never forget having to pitch Sheddies, or sorry, Psychic Brothers at the Just for Last pitch competition at uh, nine in the morning in a hotel conference room mm-hmm. and how much we prepared for it. Yeah. And how easy it was to not win it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like that was a, that was a good, like true taste of like the shit that gets shoveled into your face working in like the entertainment industry. Cause we somehow got into this contest, which was great. You know, they get to buy your, Plane ticket to Montreal. Oh yeah, they did, right? That's no, nice. we did. They, oh shit! <laughs> they don't. We bought you. You, st- you pay for your hotel, but we got uh, like uh, passes. We got lanyards. So you get some kind of lanyard, and you know, it. I think we got the swag bag, so you get like a free like uh, <laughs> Brian Posehn CD. Yeah. Still in its wrapper somehow. <laughs> Hook it up. I go to sell CDs all the time. Do you? Where do you sell CDs? Well, yesterday of all days, I had a uh, this very sad occurrence where I'd been thinking for like a month where to get rid of my remaining CDs that I wanted to sell. And I looked up this place and it was like, we give this much, you know, scratches don't matter. Wow. It's cool. Everyone loves this store. We're the popular CD resale store. I mean, it had an involved website, and it was totally far from where I am right now. Where was it? It was like uh, this area called Markham. I've heard of Markham, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour out of Toronto. Yeah, basically. that's just one of those places that people say, and you're like, oh, yeah. Well, I have right, an uncle Marco. who lives out there, so I've, I've spent some time. Oh, cool. Great Chinese wow. food out there, too. Great. So we go to this, like, dilapidated parking, huge mall parking lot. I go to this place, and I have these two giant bags of DVDs, games, and CDs. I come back. And, you know, here's the worst part. I actually, someone online had like offered, was like, I got to get rid of some CDs. Anyone want them? So I picked up more CDs from someone else. To sweeten your bushel. Just to get the bushel going. (laughs) And of course, 
for some reason, you've probably done the CD selling dance before in your life here and there. Honestly, not really, no. Damn it. <laughs> because I, I keep them. I just yeah. have like hundreds of CDs. That's crazy. It is crazy. But um, what always happens, maybe you've done this with other items, is you're doing this math in your head before. And you're like, right, you're like, here's you probably get 65 bucks for yeah. this. You know, it's like pretty good stuff. Plus I have like four, like 300 here. So 65 seems like I'm lowballing, if anything. Certainly. And I go there. I give the bag to the guy. I come back. <clears throat> and he's just like, hey, yeah, thanks. So uh, we can only take uh, four of these. You know, nobody's really buying CDs anymore. And uh not that popular or it was, <laughs> it's like okay so, so that that's like four dollars or six dollars in store credit and then i wound up like there were two video games i'd already earmarked to being interested in when i thought i might get like 30 bucks right so oh in the end i wound God. up paying ten dollars oh. on top of the credit oh. <laughs> how did you get to mark them like with these bags in a car. Oh, okay. So I'm imagining we made you a bit like of a field trip TTC, out of the whole thing. Like, and luckily, it was like oh there was God. this great, like, huge uh, Chinese supermarket or East Asian supermarket that was called Foodie Mart, and we spent a lot of time in there afterwards. Great. Yeah, you seem really stoked about that. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your CDs. That sucks. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, and then then I went somewhere else. To this place swap shop to try to sell some CDs and they don't even take CDs. And, Ugh. Uh, Do you still have all these CDs? Uh, Where are they? They're in the basement. Do you want them? <clears throat> I'm a, I, can I look at them? 20 bucks. For to look? Yeah. That's a high... <laughs> I call it the peep you know fee. You wow, I like that. Peep fee. I respect that. You know, in the 90s, there was a movie called Milk Money that was like a, one of these... You, like. Like oh, like 12-year-old coming-of-age right? yeah, movies. Yeah. No, I don't know if it was a sexy mom movie. I think there oh, might have been a sexy mom sexy element. Lady. But Melanie Griffith played, like, a prostitute who they hired to, like, show her boobs to them. Oh, I missed that. And they used the milk money to do that, but also because <laughs> of this boot breasts. That's <clears throat> a double That's entendre. sick. Sounds like you're a bit sick. Yeah, I probably yeah. Well, you know, I got uh, oh, I got the bad one. What do you think about the pandemic? It's scary, but yeah. I'm also not worried about it. Coronavirus. Really. What do you think about that joke when people go like, coronavirus? Uh, what what do you want me? The Modelo virus or? It's I love you know, it. Get a lime for the Corona. Yeah. Uh, can I get a lime with my coronavirus, please? That's great. I love it. How much? Twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> So you want to see my CDs? Yeah, I, do. I think I have a lot of my sister's CDs too, and there's like 15 Ani DeFranco CDs in there. Did you ever have a period? No, 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 no. You look, you sound like That's there's a funny. secret that you have. No, no, I no, I'm imagine, I'm just like imagining the woman that I know that did have like. That's how I, and I don't want to like. So you know someone who is an Ani head? Yes, an Ani freak. Yeah. Would you say that Ani was somewhere near Alanis? In uh... I don't know. Like I don't know her music. She's from Buffalo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is like one of those episodes where I'm thinking. This is a great episode. <laughs> what? what are you thinking? No, I like it. It's just, it's almost more free because this is not aware that we would talk to each other in private. Well, that's what we're not about. talking about things. Like, let's say we were just at a bar. First of all, you choose let's pretend we're at some a bar. sports bar or something. You, you know? choose that Harry Potter bar. <laughs> right? Is there a Harry Potter bar in Toronto? Yes. Do you go there? No, I've never been. But. They did just open a bar near my house called Bar, bar Mordecai. Uh-huh. And if you go on the website, it says it's like a Wes Anderson-themed bar. Oh, that's cool. Named uh, after like a bird from a movie or right. something? Yeah, I think it's the bird from uh, Royal Tenenbaums or something. I was excited because like new bar in the neighborhood, but then <laughs> you see that and you see the menu and you're like, ah. Tim, you live near so many bars already. I don't live near that many. They took they took my favorite bar away. So I, I'm still trying to like get back on my feet here. So the reason Tim says, oh, I've seen so many bars with people where they piss their pants <laughs> is because the bars you go to are bars where it's basically like you might as well piss your pants. Yeah. It's going to improve the decor. Yeah, that's my vibe, you know. <laughs> that's what I want when I you, go out. You like a sports bar where... You know, you both feel like above the clientele, but also you fear them. Right. You know? Yeah, I like the sports bars where every time you go, like, you're beaten to death by yeah. bullies. Basically. Well, I think that yeah. bar that you liked that closed was like a cop bar, they said. The cops always went there, which I never saw when I went there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I heard that. Well... What's happening at a cop bar, do you think? Do you think they always play bad boys in <laughs> the studio? Who knows speakers? what's going on with them? You oh know? They God. can pretty much do whatever they want. Imagine what goes on at like 1 a.m. in the basement bathroom of a cop bar. I can't. Oh, my God. But you like cops. I like. Um, you do. You're, you live near I like cops. You like cops? <laughs> like glasses and cops. I hope you're enjoying my chat with Tim Gilbert. This is Nick. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned... Okay, enough. I, what do you think of that impression? The, the British person impression. I also did a Austin Powers voice in the intro to this episode. So, oh my God, what am I, what am I doing? Anyway, if you want to support this kind of crap, my, you should uh, subscribe, rate, review to the podcast, or you can go to ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan or patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan to support the podcast. Help me keep doing it. Pay for those fancy pajama pants, which I don't have. Look, repurposed clothing. That's the future. We can't make new things. It's bad for the environment. We can make new podcast episodes, and if you donate or become a Patreon a subscriber... Uh, that will make it easier for me to make new podcast episodes because then I'll wake up and I'll say, ah, I'm fine. And that will help me be inspired to walk over two steps to the computer, hit that turn on button and voila. All right, back to the interview with Tim. Thank you. All right, what's your, uh, what would you describe as your perfect day? Perfect day. So you wake up, go to like one of these 11 a.m. open mics. Yeah. You know, so you get that out of the way. Days, mm -hmm. days for you now. Mm -hmm. So after the open mic, what's the perfect day? So wake up, 11 a.m. open mic, yep. and then maybe 
Maybe you and me will get together for lunch and you can part of your you'll tell me day. Yeah, you'll tell me all about what comedians are <laughs> saying bad things <laughs> and uh who's cancelled and such. Mm. And then, you know, maybe I'll try to hit up another open mic and then dead, I guess. <laughs> That's my perfect day. So so okay, so today did you hit the mic? Yeah. Well yeah, <laughs> I, I went to that eleven AM one that they have at uh What's the, the worst studio. what's the worst thing you've seen happen at an open mic? I don't know. I've seen like dicks. Like I, I, yeah. have, I have seen guys like pull their dicks out and yeah. stuff. Uh. But honestly, those were booked shows. Like those weren't <laughs> yeah, even open yeah. mics. Those were the, booked shows. The thing I'm thinking of isn't an open mic either. And it was just when a guy did like a 15 minute set at the open mic about how he was going to kill himself. Not the way in which he'd kill himself, but that he would kill himself. And then a bit later on, he was like, Hey, I was wondering, uh, can I do oh, <laughs> and yeah, I was of like, course. I was like, maybe just like pop by the show, maybe kill yourself. No, I was uh, like, maybe like, just don't do. Can I can't book you knowing that you did 15 minutes of I'm gonna kill myself. Meanwhile, my whole act is bad. <laughs> yeah, act yeah is pretty bad. much. Yeah. So maybe I just so was worried about the competition. Yeah, exactly. Do you ever get that guilt where you're like, who am I to judge? Certainly. Oh yeah, because you know. It's easy to think like, oh my God, this, like, these people suck. Like, this guy yeah. sucks so much. But then I'll go and I bomb and I, I think, oh, I suck. You know, yeah. like, so it's it's painful. Or I'll be like, I can't believe who's getting on TV. And then you, like, tape a set of yours and you're like, oh, this is, like, unintelligible gobbledygook. Yeah. At least the other stuff's intelligible, so I know it's bad. The reason, like, we're not on TV is because people don't want to, like, <laughs> companies don't want people to think that if they use their, you use their products, you'll look like us. Companies, so they don't put us in McDonald's commercials and stuff. Companies hate misery. They do. Have you probably gotten a callback or two from McDonald's ad? Now, I don't think ever for, like, a fast food ad ever. Because, that, like, mm-hmm. people, like, I eat fast food. And that's why, that's why you know... That's uh, it's too real for them. I'm I, getting too real. For I feel them. like I'm taking it out of the running when uh, the person at the audition goes, "Okay, now show your hands," <laughs> you know, and then you go, "All right." <laughs> oh, oh god! <laughs> you know? and they're like, "Did you see that guy's hands?" <laughs> and they're, like, oh. and they're like, "You're so far away, and we can smell so much coconut oil." <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet. Are um, you one of those coconut oil guys that thinks it cures everything and, uh, you know? No. Uh, my cure-alls include the lemon and uh, apple cider vinegar with water that I drink every morning. Turmeric. And what does that do for you? Everything Gets is you about, going. Yeah, everything is about being regular, Tim. Really? I think so. Not in my life. Get the poison out. I like, I, I try to keep it in. I want right. to. I want to hold on to it because that's mine, you know. I once heard that there is a condition. This isn't funny at all, but the older people get. Okay. Where they're so blocked up that they shit out of their mouth. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at this, but it's that's not serious. true. That literally is not true. I Don't feel not. mad for laughing about it. It's not true. <laughs> That can't be true. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, look. Okay, Google. Shit coming out of mouth. Images. 
<laughs> Save. Sorry, I don't know how to help with that yet. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, because I said, oh my god. Hey, Google. <laughs> do old people shit out of their mouth? So we're real clear science. Can you poop via your mouth by Ross Pomeroy? Uh, can you eat via your anus? Can you sketchy websites, questionable YouTube's in a hilarious episode of South Park present evidence pointing to yes, you can, but it's a, it's no. Okay. Fecal vomiting is a genuine condition, <laughs> but it actually doesn't contain poop, which comes from the colon. It contains liquid from the small intestine ejected in with the help of powerful reverse contractions of muscles in the small intestines and esophagus. A well-formed stool does not exit the upper end of the colon. But to those who have it, I, the difference is borderline semantic. And well, the liquid can be darker in color and doesn't exactly smell like roses. Sure, it's yeah, it's not going to be good. So just be careful out there. Yeah, okay, yeah. This is certainly giving me a lot to chew on, and I will, uh, I will keep this in mind for the future i have a feeling that this is going to lose me subscribers as a you as think so episode. well we've tackled vomiting and then kind of kept on going with vomiting with a little bit of a twist oh yeah i guess that's true well you know like if people aren't gonna if, if people aren't if you don't subscribe to nick at his worst you don't deserve him at his best it's true how's uh comedy go how's stand how's your stand-up it's okay you know it's it's like it's always ups and downs. Right now, I feel like I'm okay. Like, I'm not super bummed about it, but I'm not feeling thrilled about it. Got any big gigs going on? No, not really. Like, just the same old sort of stuff. And... I, I'm also feeling okay and not totally thrilled about it. I mean, it's like it's like we said with, like, what do you do? I'm like, on stage, what do you do? I'm so sick of every, everything. But am I or am I just sort of, like, insecure about what I can bring to the table? It's probably all ever, you know... It's all of the above. Uh, if you were a type of, if your comedy were a type of beer, what beer would it be? Like beer, beer like beer. with blood in it? <laughs> <laughs> Ginger beer. No, beer with blood in it. Beer with blood in and it. And you don't know where the blood came from. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't want to, uh, what, what, what's, what, what's going on with you? How is your life? Well, uh, that's what we want to know here. Right, folks? Everyone listening, say yes. See? You're right. They do care. Um, I'm going to go see my friend's band tonight. They okay. play at 11. Too late, but I'm going. This isn't that screwdriver band, is no, it? No, I don't like screwdriver. Okay, good, good. Uh, I'm following the American elections, uh, Democratic primaries a little too closely. Uh, In, well, it's, you know, topical stuff. I'm sometimes I hang out with my mom. How's she? Okay. She's all right. She's she keeps herself very busy. Good. She's in an Italian class right now. Oh wow! Yeah, she's like learning languages and you know trying to travel. But now with the pandemic fear, she's like, oh, I can't go to Italy. There's a lot of this in Italy, so it's like there's only so many options. Mm -hmm. She went to Mexico alone. Once. How'd she enjoy that? She seemed to really like it. Hmm. She was like staying with a family or a woman in Oaxaca and. Going to wow. a Spanish school or something. That's great. It was crazy. Good for her. Yeah. What are you doing? Nothing. Well, I mean, that's, that's okay. You know what? I'm just like, I I want I like writing, but all I'm writing are like 
like murder Pitch letters, murder <laughs> letters to uh, celebrities. Yeah, mostly just uh, magazine cutout letters to Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> yeah. and the cast of. Stranger but I sign it Drake. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah, you. I've gotten Drake now in a lot that I think about it. Really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I guess I'm podcasting and good I'm, for you. I just feel like you know I blink and the day is over mm-hmm. and I go, what did I do? I'm taking care of. I'm helping out with a cat named Parsley. He's cute. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I feel like I'm just being nurtured by animals and. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, like like a baby lost in the woods. You yeah, know? I bought a cool shirt. Maybe you should have it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like a Fifth Element T-shirt. The movie The Fifth <laughs> yeah, Element. I'll have to show it to Please you. Please do. Show uh, me when you show me your CDs. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, just the other day I was really like, "What the hell am I doing?" Like. I really enjoy making things and being creative, and, you know, planning things, doing events, and, uh, enjoy appreciating other people's work and uh, trying to get out how much, how good people's work is. Yet nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Right. I'm not doing enough of that. Well, I don't think that's necessarily true, but I think we tell ourselves I'm not doing anything when you are doing stuff. You just said so much stuff that you're doing. I just wish I had gotten into the stock market a long oh time ago. Oh, my God, I know. Can you imagine if you knew how to do that? I guessed, you know, all this stuff, and I just could go, you know, worst-case scenario, I could just fall back on my 401K, Yeah. you know? But that's mm-hmm. not necessarily happening. Now, obviously, this home I'm in, it's money. It's, it's just money. But What does that mean? You could sell this thing for $20 million. Wow. $55 million. What are we doing then? Let's go. Well, my mom would come back after her class. And right. Upset. And she'd be upset. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We also get these, uh, like, flyers that are made to look like personal notes left in our mailboxes and doorsteps that go like, Hi, my name is Jolie Can- Cannoli, and I'm, uh, I'm a... I'm a sort of amateur real estate agent. I was just, I love your place. And I was wondering if I could sell you a place. For, right. You know. Scum. Scum. Local scum. Everyone's scum. I heard they're price gouging on Amazon for uh, face masks now. Oh, right. Because of the global pandemic of coronavirus, which could use a lime. Well, luckily I've been saving up. I bet. How many times have you worn one of those just for fun? Uh, probably a handful. What's the craziest you ever got at a wedding? At a wedding? Yeah. I've so, uh, Oh, you know what? At my friend's wedding, I got a burn on my leg so bad <laughs> that the skin all turned black and cracked off. That's horrible. And I do not know how I got the burn. There was like a fire, like uh-huh. a big fire. But I do not remember burning my leg. And then the next day, I had a huge black burn. Skin cracked off. It was insane. Christ. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy for a wedding. And that was when you said no more drinking. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what's hard for me is I think you're a fun drunk person. You know, you go up to people and go, yeah. Yeah. And then, but like if you had a problem and you went to stop drinking, well, you're fun when you drink. So... That's hard. Yeah, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop drinking. Um, well, you know, yeah, sometimes it's fun to, you know. And technically, technically, 
when you think about it, and they're like, you know, if you drink like two drinks a week, you're an alcoholic. You know? Yeah, no, the doctors say this sometimes. So, I mean, I don't think it's two drinks a week. I think it's like a it's night. Like, it's like, you know. like, how many beers do you have in a week? And then if you say t- over 10, they're like, oh, what if it's triple digits? <laughs> what if? If it's 120? What if? If it's 120, okay, seven days. So that's two a day? 20 a day. Yeah. Or just under 20 a day. That's about right, yeah. What's the most beers you've ever drank? I drink about 20 every day. <laughs> Where's that money coming from? Are you getting a secret fund? Oh, there's no money. Certain former roommate. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He uh, pays for all that stuff. Um, now, when you no. say he, who do you mean? I mean Colin Mockery. <laughs> I mean our old friend Nathan, of course, which I'm sure is what you are talking there's about. Something funny to me about drawing out mention of <laughs> yeah okay, every yeah. time we do an interview. Well. Partly because you were interviewed by Rolling Stone about Nathan Fielder. That was a nightmare. A true I mean, it's nightmare. completely insane. I had like a meltdown after that. I was so mad at the guy. After oh, the article came yeah, out? Yeah, no, like after I talked to the guy on the phone, I was so mad. I, I like freaked out, honestly. A lot of these journalists nowadays, they got to put that title to the side and say, I'm not this. And then they got to. Get, they should. They deserve to have fecal vomiting happening. Certainly. Oh yeah. No, I think it's like they're probably rich kids too. We're just like, oh, I'll do this. You would have to be to like succeed in journalism at this point, right? Like, <laughs> My mother we... the other day was like, you know what you could do? You could be a reporter. Well, yeah, you could because you could write. You can write, and you like you're curious. And I was like, yeah, but I hate truth. Right. I can't even right. face my own yeah, truth. Certainly. Yeah. How could I face the truth of uh, reporting? Mm-hmm. What do you think you would do if you weren't an, a children's entertainer? <laughs> uh, well, I had a good job at like a plant store as a teenager. As I sort of think like worst case scenario, I could probably go back there. I dishwashed. Yeah, I've done a bit of that. Yeah. Do you ever bartend? Yeah, I, I have like my smart serve and I was, uh, yeah. I've been doing some bartending. Have you? Do you enjoy it? I'm bad at it, apparently. No, you're not. I think I'm a little slow. Who said you were bad? I don't know. I ask people. Why are you so slow? I'm a little slow. Why are you slow? Because I have problems. What's your problem? I'm a little clumsy, and I need to... So you're getting beers like, go! And, you know, I I just... I like it, though. I think it would be really fun if you and I, like, did a bar night. This is our (laughs) next project. I think we should do that. We gotta open a bar. (laughs) Cheers. What do we call it? Cheers. No, we can call it um, Tears, like T-E-E-R-S. Right. Tim and Nick's Fun Night. Yeah, you could call it. Fun Night Out. No, no, Tim's Den. Tim's Den. (laughs) Yeah, you could have the name. In the D. So you, you just want to be like a silent partner. Yeah. Tim's done. Okay. So then what we could put hundreds of dartboards on the wall. Yeah, the whole thing is basically one big dartboard. Are you a dart fuck? And the uh <laughs> I'll play a little darts, but I typically, you know, after a game yeah, of darts want to go do something else, you know. Yeah. Uh oh. What happened? I don't know. Sometimes it does this. Uh it's fine, we'll just use this. Hello. What, is, what happened? I don't know. It just sometimes cacks out. That's why I have two, two going. 
Are we like still going right now? We're still going. Oh, I'm great. recording it on the camera. Do you like my haircut? Yeah, it looks great. I feel like ever since I got more clean cut, you've been very supportive of that. I think it's smart. But you're covered in stubble today. I know. Well, you know, what can I tell you? Tim's Den. Oh, yeah. Is there a comedy night? No. <laughs> no. Are comedians Why like don't we loud? give ourselves this treat <laughs> to not have to do that constantly? <laughs> what, uh, so you're not a believer in go out every night? I No, I think you probably should. And the people that do are the ones that succeed. You know, right. like there is truly something to like grinding. I yes. make fun of it. Yes. Because I don't want to do it. Yes. But I do like you see it like you actually do see when people are going out every night, they're getting better and they get stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe it's time for us to do a little ch 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 challenge. Okay. You and me every night. Yeah. As long as we can do it. Um. Okay. Well, folks, you heard it here first. We're, we're going to do comedy every night yeah. in March, and we're going to both get much better. Yeah. Come the end of March, you'll see us, and you'll be like, wow. And so you guys are good. This is my last ah! one. I want you oh. to, to look. Behind you, there's a couple of boxes of video games. I just want you to look at them. and Whatever strikes your fancy, you pick okay. that up. Oh, you didn't need to bring the whole thing over. I thought I did. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Okay, I've got the whole box now. Yeah, we don't have to put it in camera until we find a game. So, pick something up. What do you want to know? I love these, like, Marvel versus Capcom games. Yeah. These fighting games. I always thought they were so cool in arcades and stuff because it's like, finally, all my friends are together in one place. Yeah, exactly. But then this one that I got, Marvel versus, Cap Marvel versus Capcom 3, um, it's kind of got 3D graphics, which I wanted more 2D. Right. So I was a bit disappointed. It's still really cool, though. Very cool. What about Scarface? The world is yours. I have never seen played this. I have never seen the film Scarface. You've never seen the film Scarface. No. What kept you away from it? Mm, I got stuff going on. What's do you like a violent movie? You love them. You love horror movies, right? Yeah, but I don't just, you know, necessarily want just, like, shooting. I want, like, disemboweling. There's some disemboweling I mean? in that movie. There's You're not the disemboweling. It's amputation or whatever. What about Call of Duty? You ever one of those guys? No. Yeah, it's weird. But people go insane for I, that stuff. I started playing it, and I was like, okay, what am I? I'm either, like, this is for people who either want to be in the Army but can't. Right. Or want to be in the Army and can't be in the army so they no i don't want to be in the army well too bad nick you're getting drafted you think they should bring the draft back oh yeah that'd be cool no i don't are you anti-war yeah i think i am pretty firmly anti-war i suppose do you know what uh dave Chappelle said about uh his support of presidential candidate andrew yang who proposed the universal basic income no tell me so he endorsed andrew yang and then he goes which would you rather have, free health care or $12,000 a year? <laughs> it's like, oh, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> Take the money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, what about, now here's, I'm picking this one out. It's called Neo Contra. It's like a weird version of the game Contra for PlayStation 2. Yeah, I remember Contra. And Contra had the world's most famous uh, cheat code. Oh, yeah? Up, up, down, down, left, right. 
AB start. Wow. And apparently, the person who made that cheat code died this week. Oh, my God. See, this is a problem with the world, right? Like, why are we being told this immediately? Right. You know, like, it used to be you read a book about video games later, and it would say the guy with the cheat code who invented the cheat code died. Right. And you go, oh, he died. Now yeah, it's like makes sense. Yeah. immediately there's an article. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, nobody would have cared. You think Electronic Game and Monthly is writing that? Mm-mm. I feel like the video game thing hasn't really taken off. Taken off yet? I don't know. Do you what, want to try what, the other box? Why well, I don't know where it is. Oh, I thought I took two boxes out, but I didn't. Well, it's you know I think I think we're doing good here. God of War. Yeah, I have played some one of those. You know, they made a lot of them, right? You're a Greek god. Yeah, and you're fighting people. And uh, these we these like. Yeah. Def Jam rap games are cool. These games are sick. Def Jam Vendetta and Def Jam Fight for New York. Greatest hits edition. Mm. Not worth as much. Yeah. But like the thing is, how do I have time to play all of these? I don't know. I've been playing uh, Grand Theft Auto V, which JB... That's Smoove, great. It's such a great game. JB Smoove does the voice of someone on a talk oh, show. Oh, does he? That, yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's so funny. He's a cool guy, huh? Yeah. And Seems to be, at least. I enjoy him. And uh, then uh, Fortnite, still playing. I've never played it. You get lost in it. It doesn't... I don't think I would. You just go and shoot. You run around and shoot, right? I don't think I could get... I wouldn't, you know. So in Montreal, when we did this pitch competition... Yeah. What was on your mind while we were doing the pitch competition? Set the stage for these people before we go. Well, I just remember thinking, like, we worked so hard on our pitch. We put so much effort into it <laughs> for so long. Yeah. And then the people that won walked on stage in their underwear and did a dance. And they yeah. were like, and people were like, do you see? And, and we were like, and they weren't even the they only were like person. straightening our papers, like, mm. yeah. And they won. Glasses. They're the ones that won. But that wasn't even the only contestant that that day who had a guy in his underwear show up like there was right, more than one person idiots and uh and then there was nothing to win like there was no prize was the other it was just thing like about they this? might make your thing you can meet up with adult swim and what comes from that nothing rise of skywalker what do you think didn't see it damn have not seen them let's go together no Come on, IMAX. <clears throat> I don't think it's still out. Might be. Someone somewhere is showing it. And I haven't seen the ones leading up to it. I'm not going to go. This is the last one, right? Yeah. The third of the new ones. It's over afterwards. We'll see. Did you see Solo? No. <laughs> it's <laughs> on <laughs> Netflix. I watched No, it. I'm not going to. No. Uh, I do love Baby Yoda, though. I'm a big <laughs> Baby Yoda guy. What would you say, uh, you know, on Twitter when people go unpopular opinion and then they put some stupid thing? Okay. What would your, what's the most unpopular opinion you have? I don't know. What's yours? Mm, let me think. That uh, Return of the Jedi is one of the best uh, Star Wars you think that's an unpopular opinion? Everyone says it's Empire, which I think wow. is better, but I think Return of the Jedi is. Okay, no. What's an unpopular opinion? 
Um, I think that Elizabeth Warren is legitimately angry at uh, Bernie Sanders and is not faking it. Okay. Do you know anything about that? Well, I know who they are, and I, you know, I she was like try to stay up. Bernie said on. a woman could never be right. president, and he was like, I unequivocally deny the charges. And then uh, she didn't shake his hand, and that oh, I saw that. Said, yeah, are you calling me a liar on national TV. Let's talk about this later. And then yesterday, ish, uh, whenever the debate was yesterday, um, it looked like she avoided a handshake again. She did, huh? And I'm thinking, she really thinks he said that. And he, and they've got to be friends, though. They have to be friends, Tim. But you they can, have to be friends. Would you? They be, have to be friends. Do you put a lot of stock in the American um, politics? I don't think we have any choice but to, really. So you do you think... everything they do, we mirror, you know, well, like yeah. the stupid things that they do. We're like, ha ha ha, that was stupid. Let's do the exact same thing. Canada even does that with like global movements. Like remember in Paris, there was that like red vests thing. And then in, well, we had, in, like, in like Alberta, they were like, well, who knows what they're doing over there. Well, folks, here, I'll take that. I'll take this. Listener in Alberta, please know that we love you. Yeah, we're just joking around. And look, Tim's gonna go. We gotta go. I don't want to go. I think we should probably go. No, please. I don't have anywhere to stay. No, you asked for a ride home after this. I know. You can't stay there with your wife. She's mad. So she's mad at me. If to get married, what would you say? uh, What would your advice be for to date someone for so long? that you get married or, you know, to be in a relationship that is good enough to marry. What's your advice? Well, relationship advice. Do you want a real answer or like some joke answer? I always where I want say a real answer. Excrement. I would oh, say, um, the truth is just, fired. uh, just like, uh, just try be with somebody that you are actually just friends with. I think that's honest to God, the most important thing. No sex. Sexless. Yeah. Friendship. Sexless friendship, yeah, is, is I think a perfect way to describe um, married life. Um, a sexless friendship. Do you think you'll be one of these comedians who's going to go up, you know, in a couple years and be like, blowjobs? Forget about blowjobs once that ring is on their finger. Yeah, I'm going to get a brain injury. <laughs> uh, I uh, Probably not. I mean, I try not to. Um, right stand up that I hate, <laughs> even though sometimes I do. I do all yeah, the time. So, you know. I write it all the time. Oh my god! I'm trying to think of the last joke I thought of that I hated, and you know, just scan the Twitter. It's going to be up there. Not popular. No, I don't believe that. Are you on Twitter still? I I have the app still, but you don't tweet. I don't really like to anymore. I honestly, like, I just fell out of love with it. Like, I'm not interested in it anymore. It's a nightmare. It's good you're not doing it. But you're reading it, probably obsessively. I wouldn't say that either, no. You're reading it. Yeah, sometimes, like, I will, but I don't, I wouldn't call it obsessive. I think it's good that you like sports. Like, you gotta like something, Nick. You Uh, gotta like something. You like sports, I like video games, and we like each other. It's truer words, bud. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a show... It's been a great show. I just want to say thank, thank you, so you much for to Nick for having me on. It's a true joy to come and be a part of the Nick Flanagan Weekly Family. So thank you all very much. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Nick. 
And that was my chat with Tim Gilbert. I've kept referring to it as an interview, but (laughs) interview elements. It's a podcast. You know what these things are. They're half interviews, half advertisements, and half, uh, you know, talking out of your butt about your opinion on something. And then at the end, you hug, which is my favorite part. Tim Gilbert, as I said at the beginning of the episode, has a great comedy album called uh, Please Help Me, I'm Very Sick. And Tim sings the hits. Uh, You can go to his Bandcamp. I believe it's timgilbert.bandcamp.com. You can follow him on Twitter, Mr. Tim Gilbert. I don't think he's that active. But his past tweets are very funny, unless he's deleted them all. In which case, archive.org. That's where they got everything. You want to play Rogue? Go on archive.org. You want to read old video games? Magazines? From the 80s and 90s? Go on archive.org. Do you want to do stuff that doesn't involve gaming? Go to archive.org. I'm sure there's things happening there that don't involve gaming. Anyway, I'm Nick. This has been Nick Flanagan Weekly. Thank you for listening. Cue the music. Nick. Flanagan Weekly. Nick. Flanagan Weekly.